We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wobriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Episode 73, the Dennis Rodman Dallas Maverick episode. The war, how many episodes this guy get? Oh, he gets one more, huh? Before he married himself. Uh, hey. Yeah, he, he'll get the 91. Yeah, 91. 91. So he got 91. 70, 73, and then 91. All right. All right. All right. The warm. The warm. The chairman of the, the boards. The DR episodes. The DR. <laughs> the DR. <laughs> Has his doctorates in rebounding. (laughs) The chairman of the boards. (laughs) 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 All right, all right, all right. Over here to my right, all the way from Arrow Creek, he is your favorite Indian, JCB. Say what's up. What's up? And on my left, all the way from LG. He is the pod Gotti Randy V. Say what's up? Yo, yo. And you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs, Arrow Creek. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Give me some air horns or something. <laughs> All right. Unspoken words. Episode 73. 73. Uh-huh. Three. So, gentlemen, Rapid City. Play- oh, man. Rapid City. Was it even Rapid City? Yeah. This little Connie. Oh, what? Connie Uruguay or Uray. Uray. U H R E. Connie. Posted on Twitter the other day after there was a shooting at her establishment, hotel, and casino, our little casino bar, whatever it was. But anyway. I'm going to skip this first part. It says, we will we will no longer allow any Native Americans on property or in a cheer sports bar, Natives killing Natives. Ranchers and travelers will receive a very special rate of $15, $59 a night. Book direct. So due to that this incident, she banned Native Americans? She tweeted that she was going to ban Native Americans. Uh huh. Well, th- due to the shooting and subsequent death of, because all the, those Indians are always just raising hell. I don't know. Each other and- Did you guys read that email too? What was the email? Uh, she like I guess there's like a hotel a hospitality manager um, chat like you know emails. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but in there she was like, we can't tell the difference between the good ones and the bad oh, ones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like crazy. That's funny. Neither can I. I know. I can't either. It's kind of funny, man. We've been out to Rapid City recently twice. And not to concentrate on negative, but we've had two negative experiences there. Mm. 
the first time we stopped at the Hardee's on the very edge of town. Uh-huh. Um, and we came in. There was a couple people before us, and they ordered. And then me and my daughter came in. We ordered, and we went and sat down. And then these workers came in, like three of them. They all ordered. And we sat down, dude. We sat there for about a half hour, and they still didn't give us our food. They freaking served everybody else but us. Dang. And I went up and asked, like, hey, um, I already paid for my food. What's going on? They're like, oh, yours must have got bumped. We'll get to it. I'm like, dude, just give me a refund. I'll get out of here. Yeah. Um, And they're like, oh, we'll just give it to you. I'm like, no, I don't want I don't want your food. Just give me the refund. Yeah. Um, They gave me the refund, and I headed out. Right. Um, And then this last one, we... Booked the hotel, and it was already paid for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. remember you confirm your, like, whatever? Yeah. And we stay at hotels all over, everywhere we go. And But this particular time, the freaking front desk lady was like, dude, she went through the whole thing. And she wouldn't allow. Um, she ID'd me. She, like, went through the whole spill. Yeah. And then my, um, the people that we were traveling with, she didn't allow them because... Their name wasn't on the card, but it was already paid for. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it was already booked. Like, yeah. And she, name, dude, name. so the boxing, we got there at like freaking one in the afternoon. And we literally sat in the lobby until 3.30 and had to be at the boxing gym at 4. Dang. So we showed up at the hotel early to yeah. get about an hour or two of relaxation just to lay around and lounge around, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. My dog, we... Had to sit in a freaking lobby because this lady was waiting for a confirmation email. What? Yeah. She's like, oh, your name's not on the card. Yada, yada, yada. We need to verify that you're the person. It's like, dude, we're a freaking traveling boxing squad. What are you guys like? What? But yeah, I've had two very negative experiences in Rapid City, which this doesn't surprise me. Like, was it at the Gateway Hotel? It wasn't at the Gateway. Oh. This one was at a, a at a different facility. But I get, yeah, the whole Rapid City. I seen somebody comment uh, about Rapid City and call it racist city. Oh, is that what they call? I it? guess that's what they call it. From Dang. what I from what I hear, and I've man, last time I was in Rapid City, I was like a little kid. Mm. But from what I hear. No, lately, and especially as of late, like yeah. for the last couple of years, like it's bad there. Mm. You, well, okay, so I was in. They say it's worse than here. I was locked down with some dudes who are from that area. Oh, okay. Or, or not even from that area, but, you know, it's like one of, it's yeah. like a hub, right? Yeah. Where natives from all around come, <clears throat> and, and, but they say, they say it's no good. Yeah. I, and so that's where I first started, you know, hearing about that. And <clears throat> I wanted to kind of, you know, that sounds familiar. Sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently it's much worse. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I, no, there's like this thing that I read. I think it's in the Red Road to Albrighty book, but I'm not for certain. But I know it's part of Albrighty. There's this testimonial where this guy went, was going to AA, found out about Albrighty, started implementing Albrighty, and then brought it to like an A meeting and started talking about it. And the fact that he was saying that these, like the 12 steps of AA, was already like something our ancestors did. Yeah. You know, having accountability, transparency, um, service work <clears throat> and community. The the four things that twelve steps call you to said our ancestors were already doing this and like he was excited about talking about it at AA and like the old heads there, 
like started shooting him down, saying, "How dare you say that?" Wow. AA's original and blah blah blah. And he was like, "No, our ancestors were using this stuff already." Yeah, previous, and previously, hundreds of years before AA. AA, before Bill was born, before yeah. Well, it just goes back to that old thinking that you know the original the the people who came from other lands and they found the original inhabitants of this land they considered them too stupid to do anything yeah which is why i don't know if you ever heard that thing where they say that natives are the lost tribe of israel yeah yeah we have to be from somewhere else because yeah. we were from here we're too dumb to you know like they built those pyramids and stuff in the south yeah, yeah. like we couldn't do that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. no people here that Oh, there's pyramids here too. That were well. I mean, what I'm saying is, they said yeah. there's no people here that are smart enough to do that. So we had yeah. to have come from somewhere else. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's what that goes back to. And exactly like that. That's why I see that ancient aliens TV show as a slap in the face to natives, because a lot of those structures were like a North America, even South America. Ancient like, aliens. What's yeah. on? It's on. It was history. like a History Channel. Okay. This is. It's no longer airing, but they're saying that. We as natives couldn't have done this, so aliens did it. Oh wow! That's like the whole basis of the show, and it's like, no, you can't do it. Like our ancestors did it, so just because you can't do it, you're saying aliens did it, or they would, or they just you know want you to be dumb. Yeah, they need they need us to be in a certain box, otherwise. It goes back to like that dehumanization. If you're a human being, I can't do bad things to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're less than a human being, you know, then I then it's then it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. It's and then I can justify it. Um but I will say this though, that sports bar that was attached to that cheers. hotel. Yeah, cheers. Did you see the part where they said all the employees walked out? Yeah. Oh, did they? Uh, the yeah. hotel too. Oh, the, yeah, the, all yeah, the hotel walked, and cheers. The employees and everybody just walked out. The mayor put out a statement saying that's not who we are. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of laughed at it. Rapid Cityans. Yeah. Yeah. Then they had a big old protest uh, yesterday, I think. That's good. That's good. Which is so, crazy because they had a protest on the way to um, Mount Rushmore last summer too. Oh, did they? Yeah, they blocked, uh, they blocked the route up there for a while, remember? Oh, did they? Yeah. And I was leading it. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, but one, one good quote, I can't remember right offhand who, who it was that said it, but, you know, as Native people being banned on our own land. Yeah. Because like, the other quote was, is like, anywhere you go in this country, and I kind of said this in, in a different way, but anywhere you go in this country, doesn't matter where you live, where your place of business is, whatever. Yeah. If you're in this on this continent and South American continent, somebody died, was murdered, killed, displaced, yep. and that land was stolen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, uh, you know me, man. I can go all, I can go off on this, but I will not let my emotions get the better of me. Yeah. I just think it was a really messed up thing to do. What did oh, I yeah. say? What was that one word I used that one time? Perturbed. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> um. I was trying not to cuss that time. Remember, and I said something. Sugar, sugar. Oh yeah, didn't you say sugar? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen no, here, you mother co- fathers. What did your boss used to say? Sugar. Yeah, sugar. Huh? <laughs> oh man. Listen here, you mother fathers. Hey, speaking of which, <laughs> I know. Um, 
This one lady, she said, instead of swearing, she tells her kids to say Sagawea. What? That's what I said. What? What? It's Sagawea. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Sounds crow. You yeah. might. You might as well. Just, woman. You might as well say. Uh, um, say it the right way if you're going to replace it for a swear word. Anyway, I just went off into left field. Oh, man, I'm trying to think of that word that I used. But anyway. Shut the front door. Okay, speaking of sugar, you know what this reminds You never gave what I did the other day. Cheese and rice. Cheese and rice. So I went to the store, and I, I had to get some shampoo. <laughs> yeah. And I ended up getting, like, some other odds and ends like that. And yeah. Got some. Man, I seen some tortilla chips, and I'm like, man, those look good. For some mm. odd reason, I mm. just, mm. Mm. So I got the tortilla chips in. I remember, man, I don't got no salsa. Mm. So I had to grab the salsa too. And I got back and I had a few groceries in my my uh, shampoo. And I put everything away. And then I went to, well, I used like those little tiny travel bottles. Yeah. And I put them in the shower so I don't have the great big bottle just all cluttered up. Yeah. yeah. And um, I went to go fill up my little travel bottle and I couldn't find my freaking shampoo. I lost it. Dang. I looked all over. Man, I went outside. I checked the car. <laughs> I looked in the closet. I checked by my sugar. It yeah. wasn't by my sugar. <laughs> by your sugar bowl. And guess what? Later on, I what? went to go get some water and open the fridge. <laughs> 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 shampoo. <laughs> shampoo. <laughs> shampoo. Cold shampoo. I like my shampoo. Chilled. I like my shampoo on ice. What the hell? Really, I'm like I haven't smoked. I haven't smoked really weed exfoliates, years. Exfoliates the scalp. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be at a certain temperature before it works. But yeah, I found mm. my uh, shampoo in the fridge. Shut the front door. Right next to the salsa. <laughs> All what right. What did you say last time? Snotty. Oh yeah, it's snotty. snotty. Yeah, it's snotty. They're real. They're being real snotty. That's just kind of crazy. It kind of makes you wonder, like, what kind of how the conversation goes behind closed doors, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you already know. Like, how did she feel that comfortable to send that to the like in the email group oh, yeah. chat, like in the like, email oh, chain? And and not not well, not only that, but to like go out in public and say, "Hey, this is." And what even I'm doing. double down, huh? This is what I'm doing. Yeah. Because of this, then all y'all got to go. Yeah. Because yeah. like, like that, like the, all those conversations that are ha- that are happening behind closed doors. All the other business owners she's talking to, yeah, she was she was so confident that she would get the backup. Like yep. I'm doing this and I'm putting it on social media. Yep, you know, boom, and then all the everybody else tucked tail and ran, and she's sitting there all by herself. Yeah, that's so okay, she's yeah, not the only one. Yeah, she's not the only one. She's just the only one dumb enough to put it out. Put there. it out there. Put it out there. Yeah. And the other ones, you know, like you said, tucked tail and ran. And, you know, I, I, I just got to go forward with saying this first is that, man, I feel bad for all the white people who are good people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because so many, I mean, myself included in the past, have always, like, man, if this person is saying that, <clears throat> then this next one is, and this next one is, and this next one is, and this, and this, but it's not like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It really truly isn't. No, no, no. And um, then we're doing the exact same thing they're doing. Yeah, like like we're falling right into that. And I, you know, I I just I just don't want to do that. Like I want to, I want to lash out at that person for even having the audacity, audacity to think about like think that. Yeah. Not let alone to put it out there, and yet at the same time I have to temper myself because 
Not every, that's, I don't think she's a represent. Uh, I don't think she represents all of Rapid City. Yeah, all of, well, all of white America. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, we see it a lot more. I think Donald Trump gave a lot of people the permission to, you know, be like that. Yeah, yeah I believe the My Pillow guy paid this lady to post that. Probably. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I think, yeah, like, I, I think it's unfair to generalize that population. Yeah, because that's exactly oh, yeah. what that's exactly what she did. Um, yeah, that's kinda, what she did. When the oppressed become the oppressors. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, doing to others what was done to you. Yeah, um, which is kind of you know I know there's there's good white folks out there, but I think these kinds of conversations will lead to more meaningful relationships. You know, yeah. and I think that's how you fight your privilege is like taking a stand just like the mayor, like, dude, I'm glad, like, he has the freaking, um, what's the right word? I almost said something else. Yeah. yeah. The fortitude. Yeah, I'm He's glad that the he. stones. Yeah, he dug his heels in and, like, hey, that's not acceptable. Yeah. Um, whereas before, people would try to downplay it or explain it away. Yeah, because he even said, he said, I, he said, I couldn't sit back and just play this off as, um, Angry business owner venting. Yes. And he said, I needed to do something. I need to say something. Yeah. So that was cool. And, but I, I, I do like what you said, though. Like, these conversations, they're tough to have. And some people don't like to hear it. Nope. Yeah. I mean, I know they don't like to hear nope. it. But that's It kind of right. reminds me of uh, the business, the local business owner that didn't call 911 here, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how I was in that establishment in... It, it it had the same type of vibes. But, yeah. I mean, I think rather than explain away that type of behavior, yeah. like, we need to, like, open up. Like, let's let's discuss. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean? Let's, yeah. I'm not going to attack you. I'm not going to, you know, but yeah. let's discuss and, and let's get it out and open so we can gain even, a deeper relationship. And even if, like, if we're talking, say, say we're talking to this lady that posted all that, you know, this owner of this business, this hotel, even if we said, you know what, if if you don't want to listen, then let me talk to this other one that is that's yeah. willing to listen. Yeah, so yes. you can you can do whatever you want if that's how you want to live. May God be with you. I'll pray with you, pray for you. But let me engage with these other people who are willing to listen, who are willing to. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. That's good. And like, <clears throat> I have hope for our city because I just sat on a panel, um, diversity, equity, inclusion panel. Where it was myself, a uh, Chinese lady, um, African American male, and then a Korean gentleman. Um, and we just kind of told our story here in Billings. And the, the crowd was majority Caucasian, and it was good dialogue. Um, so that that's happening. And that, that, that's put on by the chamber yeah. in Billings. So I'm very hopeful. You know, definitely. I think, I think so. I think we're headed in the right direction. Yeah, and, um, I, and I think that's like said, good white people. Yeah, it's hey, goes back to what I said about you know um, having doubt, but that doubt means well, and in this case, maybe it's our anger towards the situation. Oh, yeah. That anger means that we that we do have hope, and that something else is stepping on that, right? Yeah, and so you know, I think that's just a. a I mean, for me. Yeah. I think it's just a natural reaction because I love my people. Yeah. Yeah. 
All shades of skin, you're my people. I just love you so much. You're all my people. And when we talk at night, and I don't want to hang up. I just say, no, you hang up first. Because I don't want to hang up on you. You hang up first. Okay, <laughs> click. My heart could not okay, take bye. it. My heart could Give not take it. Give me some horns or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you said something else. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. The pod guy, he has a game for us. We're going to switch gears. Yes, sir. We're going to slow it down here. Slow it down. We're going from fourth gear down to second. We are going back to second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I was looking at uh <laughs> <laughs> Shut the front door <laughs> <laughs> Liar <laughs> You lie Oh yeah, that's what I said uh, You lie <laughs> That's really weird <laughs> Um. Okay, we. I was looking at games today yeah. And the game we are going to play today Day is called Would You Rather? Would you rather? Can't we do both? <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. I want to do both. <laughs> ever that, do you ever watch uh, League of Their Own? I can't do just one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that kid was driving, <laughs> driving that car and he goes... Hey, why don't you? Uh, why don't we get in the back seat and you make a man out of me? <laughs> why don't I just slap you around a little bit? <laughs> Can't we do both? A league of their own. Little kid was driving. But how many questions should we go? Just go. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Out the laughter steps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be our episode. Yeah. These ones aren't funny, but they're like, okay. Would you rather have the power to fly or to teleport? Ooh, 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 ooh. Man, fly. I have to go with fly because it seems more fun. Yeah. I mean, what's what's the difference between fly and teleport? Well, teleport, you just kind of appear there. Yeah. Kind of like Bill and Ted, boom. huh? Yeah, just like boom. Or like on Star there. Trek? Yeah. yeah. But, like, <laughs> but like flying, you can still get there, but you get to fly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, I'm flying. <laughs> hey. <laughs> A whole new world. <laughs> hey, I'm flying. Hey. Hey, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> hey, check it out. <laughs> I'm in Delaware. Now I'm in Iowa. <laughs> No, I'm in Rapid City. <laughs> oh, I'm going to pee on Rapid City. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, we're going to fertilize Rapid City. <laughs> do some uh, crop dusting. Rapid City is like a weird town, though, huh? You haven't. You said you haven't been there recently? Not, not in a while. Yeah. Dude, it's kind of like, there's just like different like housing sections. It kind of yeah, yeah, seems yeah. like. Segregated. Huh? And everything is like kind of like a figure eight almost, huh? Yeah. And then like when I was there. Like, we were never really actually in Rapid City, like, for any really amount of time. Um, we were always out, like, towards Sturgis. Towards yeah, the, yeah. Towards that way. We were out doing the tourist thing all yeah, the time. Yeah, you guys stay out there? Or yeah. Guys- even, like, that Watiki Hotel, like, it's connected to, uh, we're in totally different, like, on the outskirts. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of seems like everything's, on, like, it, like, you know how Billings, like, everything is kind of condensed? Yeah. Or everything, you know, yeah. over there, it's kind of like right. Spread it's out. spread out, man. Like, just like different neighborhoods. But okay, would you erase 
all words from history without disrupting the current landscape or find a cure for cancer. Cancer. Cancer, definitely. Why? Well, because I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Why? (laughs) Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Good God, no. Jackie Chan. Why cancer? (laughs) Okay, because cancer sucks. Would you rather stop watching movies or stop listening to music? Oh Oh, man, man! Stop watching movies. I'd say, yeah, I'd, I'd have to stop watching movies. Movies I can live without, but music is yeah, every, that's pretty much everywhere music, I go. Yeah. Like I can, I cannot watch TV, even though I like to watch movies. I love watching movies. Oh yeah, for sure. yeah. but um, but I don't think like yeah. You, there's so many other things you can do while listening to music. Plus, yeah. it's you know, it's yeah, kind of like an escape huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, cheese and rice. Cheese and. And Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say it's sugar and spice. That's good, too. That's good, too. Oh, man. I forgot. What did this guy say, man? Man, I can't remember, but it was... Was Was he snotty? (laughs) (laughs) Man, what did he say? He was talking talking about Lotchgrass, and he said... Al Jesus, baby. Oh, yeah, Al Jesus, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Al Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great great grandchildren? Future. I'll go into the past. Did you? Yeah. I don't want to see what the future looks like. I mean, Uh, I do, but I, I don't. Like I already know what, what like if I went to the past, what that I have a pretty good idea what that would be like, yeah. and I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah. So especially like like pre, uh, pre uh, Christopher Columbus and show up like on a horse or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I would. Is, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. That sounds more appealing too. I'd show up with some, um, then they some would. automatic machine guns and stuff. And get it to my ancestors. But you, you ever notice that? That'd be cool. You ever <laughs> notice that on all the on the all the westerns that natives just waste bullets like they got them for free? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, but anyway, yeah, show up like on a horse or something, and then they'd be man, they'd still write songs about me. That'd today. be kind of hard right. because I wouldn't even know where to find baloney <laughs> <laughs> or spam. Or spam. All you have to do is ask, grow? Your, <laughs> ask your ancestors. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know where I can get a ring of red and a loaf of bread? <laughs> Baloney. Would you rather be able to talk with the animals or speak all foreign languages? Man, talk to animals, yo. And I go find Bigfoot. Yeah, I, I, I talk to the animals too because, I mean, if you spot... Talk to you can be able to speak all foreign languages. You talk to all the humans. You just realize that all humans are full of shit. Yeah, just like me. So yeah, I mean, I already know that. I already know that. But like, I want to see how full of shit the chickadees are. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the shit zoos. And the <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine what's going through that dude's mind at any given moment? Man. On which one? 
Oreo. <laughs> oh, Oreo. <laughs> Man, I don't think anything's going through. It's just like static. <laughs> White noise. White noise. With his whiskers. Yeah. His long hair. Just twitching around. Who are you calling a lint liquor, you cootie queen? Okay. Actually, on the contrary, I'm very intelligent. Would you rather be without internet for a week or without your phone? could do both well yeah i think i could do both but if i mean okay so you have a lot of phones have internet yeah so i mean you'd have your phone but no internet so all you do is text and call that'd be fine yeah i'd be fine with uh, so internet yeah yeah internet okay and if i needed to know anything i just ask you yeah would you rather listen to music from the 70s or music from today just those are the only two choices 70s. Yeah, I'd say 70s because I mostly listen to 90s music anyway now. And some of the music today is okay. I mean, it's good. There's a lot of good stuff, but yeah. at the same time, you're like, man, you have to weed through all the, like, how did this get on the radio? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know, what I was wondering the other day, too, is they, they have that, you know, like, that station here in Billings that just plays 80s. Yeah. And yeah. I'm listening to those songs, and they're all, you know, all the same songs all the time, but I was, like, wondering, I was, like, do people have, like, well, I was going to say, do people have this on the CD? But, you know, do people, like, actually l- listen to this? Yeah. If they're not listening to the radio, like, oh, I'm going to play that one song from the 80s. Oh, yeah, there probably is. I mean, they, I, there has to be, right, if, that's, yeah. if that station is still going? But, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, some of those songs that they play <clears throat> are just, like, I don't even know who sings them, but you hear them all the time. And you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does somebody, does there's got to be people out there who like that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. They probably got yeah. playlists and jamming out. Yep. Probably all they listen to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, would you rather be Batman or Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Of course, Batman's a billionaire. Spider-Man. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, that is a tough one. Then you'd have, like, like those spider reflex things. I remember, like, him on the... The uh, Tobey Maguire one, yeah, and he makes everything go slow mo, yeah, yeah, and then you can crawl on shit, well, yeah. I mean stuff, and stuff, you can crawl on Beep. stuff, and you can, uh, I can't reach my button, <laughs> and then you can like shoot. Okay, so Spider Man, which one? I don't know. Which one would you rather have? Okay, I'm gonna go off. This is side bet. Spider Verse? No, no. Uh, the the mechanical or like Tobey Maguire Spider Man, where it just comes out of his hand. Yeah. The mechanical one or the one that comes out of you, the the, the body? I don't know, because I remember in that, I think it was the second one or third one, remember he couldn't get any webs? Oh, he, he, ran had, out, uh, he ran out? Ran out of juice? No, ran he, out just, of like, he wasn't right emotionally. <laughs> oh. He wasn't right mentally, so he, oh. he couldn't do it. He was uh, <laughs> it. Yuck. Couldn't make it. Couldn't, How couldn't do you produce. know? <laughs> they got pills for that yeah. now. How'd you know about <laughs> that? So he needed the Spidey pill. <laughs> so he could perform. So I'd rather I'd be like the the Tomlin Spider-Man where it's like <laughs> produced by the Marvel Batman. <laughs> Side effects include. Okay. <laughs> Batman, I would go with Batman. Yeah. Batman, why? I think, I don't know. Dude, he just get seems cool. Unlimited, yeah. You got all the money. 
Got money, got the it's freaking just, he's vehicle. Base, got he's basically the equivalent of Iron Man. Yeah. Same thing. Oh, um, I never really thought about that. Like, yeah, okay, because Iron Man doesn't have any really special powers. He just mm, makes shit. Yeah, Stop. very smart. Makes stuff. Beep! Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'm on a roll today. Uh, now, one day I put it after I watched uh, Batman. You guys watch the latest one? No. Man, it's Original. good. Team Edward? Yeah. I was on there. It's I said, good. man, uh, Batman was freaking awesome, man. It just sucked that he died at the end. What? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say no, man. He wouldn't say that. All you guys started commenting. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put, oh, man, I didn't mean to ruin this for the rest of you. Uh, for those of you guys who didn't watch this, just scroll past this post. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad that he died. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> a couple more. Okay. Yeah, a couple more. Would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or in a broken elevator? Oh, man, ski lift because it's outside. I don't think I can handle that elevator. I probably start freaking out. Well, I, I mean, it depends. Like, what floor are we on? I don't know. They suck. Man, I've been in stuck. Man, we were, like, when I, when I was a kid, we were in Denver. Yeah. And um, I think we were with uh, your, uh, the secretary. Oh, yeah, yeah. And dude, we were in an elevator. Well, he wasn't secretary back then, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, dude, we were in an elevator and that sucker got stuck, bro. Oh, man. I, yeah, I got stuck and we couldn't freaking. We opened up that thing and freaking climbed out, and you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, because it that's, can start that's, going again. I, yeah. I did that at MSU Billings oh, 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 when I was going to school over there. Yeah. It, it stopped, and then so I pried the door open. And I looked, and the, the next floor was, like, probably maybe it would just yeah. hit my head. So I climbed up, and I climbed out of there. Hey, did you tell anybody it was stuck? Yeah, they. I mean, they, I went and told the front desk. Yeah. And then I don't know what they did. I Actually, I think I just left. That's right. You're supposed to hit that button, remember? Baby. I did hit that button. Oh. Hey. But yeah, I guess it's dangerous to do it. But do you ever have you ever been on a ski lift? Yeah. And that I mean, we went to... Uh, there's a ski resort just outside of Tucson. Mm-hmm. Amazingly enough, in the middle of the desert. But anyway, they, um, there was no snow at the time, but they let us ride up and then ride back down. Yeah. And that was disorienting. Yeah. Because it basically almost, I don't want to say straight up, but yeah, basically up the side of a steep-ass mountain. Yeah. And, man, I, I didn't like I mean, it was weird. Yeah. It's like... It didn't seem natural for me. I guess it would be, well, no, not really. They have glass elevators, too. Yeah. But, like, if you, it just didn't seem natural for me to be mm. up on that chair and going up the side of that mountain the way that it was going. So yeah. I don't think uh, I'd like that. Yeah, I think I would. I'd prefer that to ski lift just because it's outside. Uh, I think I'd be less likely to freak out. I probably just came like, oh, shoot, this sucks, and just kind of look around, take in the view. Man, what about when you just get tired of sitting, though? Oh yeah, true. But like, but okay. So, but if like, if it was on top of like one of those buildings in in, in like New York City, like a hundred floors up, nah, yeah. I, I ain't trying to do all that. Yeah, I'm not either. Nah, I just don't even like the thought of being in an enclosed space because I got that sucks. I, um, claustrophobia, so that would freak me the f out. Yeah, like uh, speed. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Last one. Would you rather have x-ray vision 
or magnified hearing. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, X-ray to the bones or just through walls and stuff? Or just through clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Gross, cut your toenails. <laughs> Yug. I never knew all these people had ingrown toes. Oh. That's really weird. I only got one now. <laughs> and those are painful. Huh? Yeah. Well, um, What was the other one? Magnified hearing. <laughs> I'd go with that. I'd, I'd have to go with magnified hearing because, like, the x ray thing is just, that's just a little too. I'd do x ray and then hit the hand game trail win all the time. That can be, <laughs> that'd be weird, huh? That'd be weird. I think there'd be, like, cons to both of them. Like, if you're, like, if you're x ray, you kind of see too much. Yeah. But then if you have magnified hearing, you hear too much, and that can mess with their head, too. That's true. Yeah. Because then you probably have to be like Daredevil, like create this little uh, coffin thing that you got to sleep in because you're hearing all this shit. Yeah, like, yeah, I'd, well, man, I would, it'd be easy to be freaking like. I'd like it if you. Not like, like people if you hear what they say. I know. I'd, I'd like I'd like it if you could like control it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like just like turn it on or like, tune it in. Not like uh, go, Bruce go Almighty. Gadget ears. Remember on Bruce Almighty? Have you guys watched that? Yeah, yeah and then all that stuff was just. Like, Remember? <sighs> yeah. And they were praying. Freaking ears, everything, and then wow. yeah. But the same thing, same thing with um, X-ray vision too, because like, you know, like you want to see through a wall, but then you don't want to see th- through other things. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. Right? I could elaborate, please. All right, so you might want to see through a wall <laughs> to see whatever. Maybe you could watch the basketball game from outside. You don't have to pay. Yeah. But if you're walking down the street and you see a group of old ladies coming, you don't want to see their feet. Okay. Okay. Let's leave it at that. Okay. Okay. That's really weird. (laughs) (laughs) That's really weird. All right. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. All right. The three muchachos (laughs) are ready. Thank you for attending our first annual Would You Rather would you rather? <laughs> would you <laughs> sound all sound all depressed? <laughs> <Would you rather? laughs> all right, we're all warmed up here at Unspoken Words, episode seventy three. So, DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right. So we are in episode 73, Unspoken Words, 73 straight weeks, ladies and gentlemen, that we have been here for you. For you. Right on. And I'd like to give a shout out to the Pod Gotti and your favorite Indian for joining me for 73 straight weeks. Crazy, huh? Dog, that's a lot, huh? 73? Yeah. 73. Okay. That's 4, weeks. 8, 12, 16. Yeah, that's weeks, uh. bro. Uh, so let's see here. Okay, uh, this article is from brcrecovery.com, and it's Overcoming Depression in Addiction Recovery. And <clears throat> as we're coming out of winter, uh, coming into spring, being able to get outside, getting a lot more sun, 
And I know some people deal with like the seasonal depression and stuff. And so anyway, but it, um, I'm just going to read this article and get some reflections and we'll get a discussion going. And I'm just going to read this opening part. Uh, mental illness and addiction tend to go hand in hand. Sometimes people begin using in order to numb their emotions and other symptoms of the mood disorder. In other cases, they develop mental health problems over the course of several years of addictive, active addiction. Even those without formal diagnosis of depression may feel a mood drop in weeks after rehab. Um, <clears throat> and regardless of where your journey with recovery and mental health began, it's vital that you're able to manage these intense feelings after treatment. And we'll go right into <clears throat> the first heading, your brain after addiction. And I'll read this whole paragraph. Addiction is often referred to as a chronic progressive disease of the brain, and for good reason. By consuming mind-altering substances, whether they are stimulants or depressants, your body receives false messages, and the reward system is completely rewired. Uh, equilibrium is disrupted, and the mind becomes used to an incredibly skewed number of feeling-good neurotransmitters. By detoxing, Getting sober and participating in rehab, you're ridding yourself of the substance your body has grown to depend on. The longer you misuse drugs or alcohol, the more significant the change to your brain. As your body adjusts to the sober life without substance use, there will be a marked period of recalibration. During this time, your brain is attempting to compensate for new, more realistic amounts of dopamine, other neurotransmitters required for functioning. This may result in feelings of depression or emptiness as you go through treatment and the weeks following, but it does not mean that you are failing. This is completely natural part. This is a completely natural part of the process. <clears throat> and I know hindsight is twenty twenty. And as I was reading this the other day, I just seen myself going through that process of treatment and weeks after and even the months after, just in that first year of recovery, um, allowing myself to feel. But I'll give some feedback from you, gentlemen. Fire Go away. Fire. 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 Uh, fire. Prior. You know, <laughs> when, when I first, like that first paragraph, the first couple of lines, I immediately jumped into, well, what came first, the chicken or the egg? But then I kind of, as I read more more about it, I was like, man, I guess that don't even really matter. The goose. Because, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Um, the fact the fact is, is that, you know, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety at one point. And trying to fight depression with a depressant is kind of counterintuitive. Is that what the word is? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, but anyway, like, man, I, I think that that's such a, this, this is a, it's important to talk about because it's a barrier for a lot of people, I think, because like you, in order to balance out, you have to go below that level, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, we're so used to being up high and then we get to, once we get all that false stuff out of there. And we fall below normal and we think that, okay, well, this is what it is. This is how it's going to be. But, you know, the brain, the body, 
you know, are there just amazing things and and it's going to balance itself out. But in that time to where it takes you to get your equilibrium back, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people will fail because they think that that's what it is. Like, like, I'm always going to be like this. Yeah. I know for one that I, 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 I didn't like that. Yeah. Because, um, you know, having used so often for so long. Yeah. That, you know, coming down, they say coming down is the hardest thing to do. Yeah. And now we're getting a, a, a more kind of scientific reason as to why mm-hmm. and how the brain works and stuff like that. And <clears throat> so I think it's important to discuss it because then that way we, you know, everybody will know that, okay, this is normal. This is just my body's, you know, uh, trying to find that balance. And yeah. that balance is what we're all seeking, right? Yeah. And so to think, I mean, because, you know, we're, I think as addicts and stuff like that, we're, we're so, so quick to uh, catastrophize everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and see everything as just this overblown, super huge problem. Like, oh, man, I'm always going to feel like this. This is what sobriety is like. I don't like this. I'd rather be high and drunk and deal with all those problems that come with it rather than feel like this. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I mean, like, like I said, you know, um, I think it's an important thing to talk about because it's, it doesn't last forever. Like you're, you're, that, that part of it, that coming down and then, you know, finding that balance again, that's gonna come back over time. Oh yeah. For sure. Finding different, um, activities to replace, yeah, that those you know, feel good. I think, like, the first thought that came to me was kind of like, that's kind of like how, is that what you would call, like, a dry drunk? Yeah. Kind of um, more dry drunk is kind of like that stinking thinking when you start getting into, like, manipulation and just kind of being reactive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I, I can, <clears throat> I think, like, when... We go through that. Like, I remember, like, my early recovery days, and I was just feeling empty. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, I'm like, okay, like, how do we celebrate? How do we, you know? Yeah. I remember, like, for me, going to that 4th of July um thing up in the Heights, bro. Like, I remember that, and I was driving around, and I'm like, man, like, listen to music, and I'm like, man, like, what do I do now? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because normally I'd be partying. Yeah. Um, but I remember driving around and just trying to enjoy it, but I, like, felt out of place. And I was like, man, <laughs> like, I really, like, is this how it's always going to be? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, it was kind of depressing because it was, like, I was trying to have fun, but I didn't know how to have fun. Yeah. Without You didn't, you didn't know how to party sober. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I think eventually I kind of learned, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, learning different um activities and, and different things that I enjoyed. Yeah. Um but yeah man I could see that. Why why people go into depression goes hand in hand, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. Like <clears throat> cause for far too long we denied ourselves we denied ourselves um feeling our feelings. Yeah. So then when we're sober like the reading said, we got all these, we're feeling all these things. And it's like, oh my goodness, what the hell, you know? And then, um, <clears throat> but I remember you brought up, a, you brought up a, a memory when I went into treatment and I knew I was eventually going to get out of there. And like, I was like, how am I going to have fun now? <laughs> yeah. 
I said, because all my fun was based in vodka, drinking booze and getting drunk and getting buzzed up. That was, I was like, man, how am I going to live my life without this? Yeah, I kept thinking that, but I knew I didn't want I didn't want it in my life anymore. But that was like a lingering thought. And today, like I, I don't even know how I could live my life with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. <clears throat> and eventually, that left me. Um, I think I did a lot of praying about it because I didn't want to go back. Cause, but that thought just kept coming to me. Like, how am I going to have fun without booze, without my vodka? It's uh, <laughs> kind of a crazy thought now. But that was really like anxiety over it. Yeah, yeah. Doing things the normal way. Yeah, just do, doing partying sober, like you said, finding new things. <clears throat> um, it was crazy because early on that was my biggest temptation too. That Fourth of July, like driving around and, and wondering how I was gonna like party. Uh huh. Um, because I went back to the to the house that I was living at and, um. A girl that I know, like, stopped by, and she was like, yo, did you really quit? Oh. And I'm like, dude, like, you know, talk about, like. She said, I rebuke you. <laughs> yeah, bro, like, freaking. <laughs> and it was hard because I was like, dude, like, I can go have fun, like, go hang out. Mm-hmm. But I also knew that if I hung out, I wasn't strong enough to say no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to what. She was offering, you know? Yeah. And when I think about it, like, now I'm like, man, like, had I did that, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at today mm. in terms of recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So those are, like, tough things that we go through in, in early recovery and, and learning boundaries, I guess. Heck, yeah. Heck, yes. <laughs> That's really weird. That's really weird. <laughs> JC wants to say something. Uh, no, I'm waiting. I know. It's no, like no. on the tip of his tongue. I can just see it. I'm, I'm waiting for the next okay. segment. Okay. Depression and recovery. Whether your depression is catalyzed by detox or has <clears throat> always been a part of your life, it is important to successfully manage it during the early days of sobriety. Luckily, there are several steps that you can take. Um, and to improve your mental health and protect your recovery. First, lean heavily on your support network, especially the first 30 days after treatment. Surround yourself with friends and family who can cheer you on during the challenging times. If you need a little help <clears throat> completing daily tasks or readjusting your life at home, give them a call. Don't try to do it alone. In a similar vein, attending, uh, in a similar vein, Attending regular meetings gives you the chance to hold yourself accountable while expanding your circle of sober friends. Learning from others and feeling truly understood can go a long way to alleviate your concerns and being vocal about your struggles will stop them in their tracks before things get go too far. Feedback on that. Sometimes in our lives. We all have pain. We, we all have sorrows. <laughs> but if you are wise, you know that there's always tomorrow. Lean on me. Lean, lean on me. <laughs> when you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. Carry on. Four. Okay, okay, okay. 
It won't be long <laughs> till I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. So just call <laughs> on me, brother. <laughs> 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 we had the above the head hand clap. <laughs> Man, look, uh, you know what? Ba. There's mm. one. There's only uh, one thing per. I want to get out of the way right now is that if you are hurt, suffering from depression, that mm. those low feelings, man, get help. Yeah, get help right now. Right now. Um. You don't have to be like that. You don't have to feel like that. You don't have to go through that because you were not alone. Mm-hmm. You were not the first one. You were not the only one. And there are people out there that will help you. Please, please, please reach get, out. Reach out. Reach out to somebody. I mean, you know, all kidding aside, just reach out if you are feeling those things. Um, you know, and it's one of those things that we always talk about here is like surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Yes. Like, well, like when, I, when I'm in here with you guys, it's hard for me to be in a bad mood. It's hard for me to yeah. be negative. Yes, sir. It's hard for me to f- feel like the world is against me. Yeah. Even <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to feel somehow. <clears throat> it can be somehow when I'm around people like you guys who are like-minded. We got the same goals. We got the same yeah. ideas. We got the same... Um, <laughs> You know, the same mindset about things. Yeah. And, 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 you know, to find strength in numbers. Oh, right? yeah. Strength in numbers, yeah. No, I'm and, just kidding. And, and, I, and I love that enthusiasm. I mean, because that's, it, it, it's contagious. Oh, yeah. Yes. It, it's like a band. I, can't, I cannot feel alone and depressed when I'm not yeah. alone. Because, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't, for me, it's just not possible. Um, but, but it's important to find those people who are willing to, you know, and not just give you that lip service, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 oh yeah, you're doing a good job. Okay. And, oh, but now you're, now you're at a good place. Now maybe we can go out and have a, yeah, yeah. something, something. No, man, you gotta, you gotta find the people that are real. Oh yeah, for sure. Like don't find, don't surround yourself or don't go looking for people that are going to help you drown your sorrows. Yes. Exactly. Or so. else like, uh, enable you or placate you or yeah. give you lip service and, and not really. Because sometimes, you know, the people that you, you're leaning on for, for that support, sometimes you have to have those hard conversations like, hey, mm. you're, you're, you're f***ing up. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what you need. But, and again, like I really don't like focusing on the negative, but it's out there. Um but it's not all. It's not always like that. Like you find the, the right people to hang out with and do things with, and and to, to to, party sober. Yes, yeah, sir. As you said, if you find those kind of people like that, then 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 life is good. Life is really really good. And the other thing too, I, that I would I would say about that is like, you know, going back to what I said about being real. Like those are the ones that'll maybe might drop you a line when you're if you were locked up. Not yeah. that you want to go back to that, right? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you know, like, when you're down, those are the ones that will really reach out and say, hey, are you okay? Yeah. I'll be there for you. Rather than saying, hey, I know exactly <clears throat> what you need. Check well, this out. And then shake a bottle in your face. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. they have your best interests at heart. Yep. Yeah. Better get to a meeting. 
get your ass accountability and and that and and that's kind of like to go along with like what you're saying like human beings are meant for relationship and community social Mm. beings um and and you think about it it, and it kind of sounds cliche like it is cliche one of the um remember they say you become who you hang around yeah but if you think about it like that saying is so true you know you can become recovery oriented Mm mm-hmm and strengthen yourself in sobriety, mm-hmm. or you can strengthen yourself in addiction, or strengthen yourself in depression, or str- you know what I mean. Like depending on what community you are most yeah. um, seeking the most. And I was laughing, like not laughing, but I was making a joke. But it, earlier when you were talking, I'm like, yeah, yeah, like. But if you think about it, like. Bro, that's exactly what we need. Get out of your comfort zone. Start seeking something new because the way, like, if for especially for addicts, like the way that we always handle things, depression, um, whatever, like, we got to get out of our comfort zone if we want to grow. Yeah, you know. Um, and I think, yeah, man, you guys brought some good points and like, <clears throat> like what the reading was saying. Like, our emotions are all out of whack, even though we're not feeling good. Uh, I think that's where that cliche comes into play. Like, uh, fake it till you make it. Yeah. You know, you go to meetings, even though you don't feel like it, you don't feel up to it, you're depressed, and you're like, keep going, just keep going, just keep moving forward. Because eventually, you know, then that feeling's going to go away. Yeah. Um, and I know I I, <clears throat> I suffer from depression and anxiety. Uh, I use my coping skills, and I use some modulated breathing, and use mindfulness to combat it, I use reaching out, um, and I just went through some of that uh, recently, where I didn't feel good, but I still just kept going, uh, and I just like kept praying, kept believing that okay, this is not going to last forever. Yeah. Soon, I don't know when it's going to lift, and I'm going to start feeling better again. And I just kept kept with that faith, and I up my vitamins. And I up my exposure to the sun. I got out more. And I was talking to people, reaching out, just even telling them, saying, man, I'm depressed right now. Um, but you keep me in your prayers. Yeah. You know, just letting that people know where in the past, uh, where numerous times um, I get depressed, I don't want to tell anybody. And I just hold it in. Yeah. And that was my last relapse. And I let it go, and I didn't deal with it, and I just kept getting more and more and lower and lower and lower until I got to that point where I was like, man, I don't even remember last time I had a genuine laugh. I don't even remember last time I laughed, like for real. It's like I had a good laugh. And then that thought crept in. Well, if I slam a pint, I know I'll feel better. <laughs> yeah. And that crept in. And I entertained it, and I just let it be there. I didn't tell anybody I was depressed, and I wasn't telling. I didn't tell anybody I was thinking about drinking, and I let those two just fester and marinate in my brain, my mind, for weeks. Before I know it, I'm at the gas station, just gonna drink beer, because I get drama out and I mess up everything when I drink hard stuff. So I go to the gas station to buy buy some beer, and it's like, oh. 30 packs are 20 bucks. I'm going to buy two of them. Yeah. And I bought two of them. And there I went. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that's that's the danger of not dealing and feeling with that depression. 
I think that's the hard part too, though. Like, yeah. you know, like it, it's hard, but it's so worth it when you allow yourself to feel. I think I was, um, we were talking and, and I was kind of going through something similar, but I think what helped me was just like you was like reaching out and saying, Hey bro, like I'm not in a good place. I don't like being here. Can mm-hmm. you pray for me. Yeah. Um, and then like laughing and, and getting out and, um, last weekend before we left town, my daughter, um, we stopped at a gas station and we're getting snacks and everything. And we were leaving and that lady was like, okay, you guys have a good day. And we're like, yeah, you too. And she goes, oh, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> and we were, uh, we kind of like, my daughter was like, why did she say that? And we start heading out and. <laughs> Dude, about two hours down the road, we were like <laughs> kind of far away, and she's like, "Hey, let's call Kala." She's like, "Why?" She goes, "Cause I want to tell her." Like, "Oh, I'll try." <laughs> 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 like it must have like just ran in her like yeah. head, you know. And she wanted to do that, but that I mean, just just picking up on little things to laugh at. Oh yeah, um, kind of lifts your depression. And me, I like to watch comedies when I'm depressed. Now, you know, I like oh, yeah, to, yeah. our funny videos. Yeah. Go on TikTok or, you know, like, go on, uh, man, there's this one on YouTube that I watch. It's called Chris and Pops. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're so funny. But, like, that's kind of like how I snapped out of, like, um, like depression mode now. Yeah. You know? Getting sun, yeah. getting, you know. Oh, I, I, I did, like, um, sorry to interrupt, but, like, the gratitude list. I started, yeah. I did those, too. You're good. Yeah. But I think, like, it's important, like, okay, like, man, you, depression, like, you, you feel it, but we also have to find a solution to the problem that we're going through. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is just, like, we can get ourselves out of it for the most part, you know? And, and one of the main things is, like, feelings, that they're not always real. Mm. Mm. You know? Like, you can feel a certain way, but it doesn't mean it's the truth. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just in our head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, I feel worthless when really, like, we're not worthless. Yeah. Or we feel, um, I think recently, like, what I was going through, like, I felt like a fraud. And uh, and then I realized, like, hey, you know what? I'm not a fraud. I'm human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, have grace on yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not fraud. I'm a freaking human. <clears throat> That's funny you said that because I had that same thought not too long ago. Yeah. Like, like man, I feel like a fraud. I feel like because I... Because, you know, everybody knows my story. Like, I get so wrapped up in these conspiracy theories about myself. Like, man, Mm. like, am I really a bad person? Am I just a fraud? Am I just faking it? What I'm doing, is it just this facade? No, man, that's the enemy attacking. That's the enemy saying, come back to me. Mm. Mm. Make some bad choices and come back. You you know that's not true. You know that's not. How do I know? Because people tell me that all the time. Yeah. Like, Hey, uh, JC, you're not a phony. You're not. You're not a phony. <laughs> Pass the baloney. Yeah, <laughs> Pass the baloney, homie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, and I think, you know, another thing that, that goes with, I mean, just to start off, like, like at the beginning, I didn't know any of that. I didn't oh, yeah. know yeah. that I had a, like we always say, we had that choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I could, I had these options and these coping skills and these things that I could rely on and turn to. I didn't know 
that that feeling would go away if I, you know, um, did the right things or, or um, uh, had the right uh, intervention skills. Yeah. I didn't know any of that. But, you know, and I, I sure as hell didn't know that, that 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 feeling wouldn't last forever or that the things that I was telling myself were all based in false beliefs. Right. Like, I didn't know any of that. So, you know, to all those who who are feeling that way and feel like there's no options, there are, there is, there are things you can do. And it's a practice, right? Like for me, like one of the things I like to do is, is that meditation, mindfulness. Yeah. And yeah. just being the now, uh, <clears throat> like Josiah is always talking about uh, the present modulated breathing. Modulated yeah. Breathing. Uh, I, I say breathing techniques, whatever, tomato, tomato. I don't even like ketchup. But, you know, and but like you, and you said, like you like to watch funny, Funny stuff on diet. I got to do that too. One thing that I will say that really will snap you out of it mm. is to go on YouTube and watch one of those uh, restoring faith in humanity. Okay. Random acts of kindness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those you watch those videos and they're like 10, 15 minutes long. You watch one of those mm-hmm. and you know just people helping people be you yeah. know and and man yeah. like sometimes yeah. there be there there be times when I'm like moved to tears. Yeah, and, that's and, awesome. And and I can't help but feel reinvigorated after that yeah. awesome no i just watched it like because i just you know i went through like <clears throat> some depression and uh coming out of it i'm like not all the way but feeling better today yeah um but i watched a video the other night and i posted it to my story where this team manager of this team uh of a basketball high school basketball team they let him suit up and like he got in the game and they had the possession. He was waiting in the corner. You could tell he wanted to shoot. And then they lost the ball, but then they stole it right back. And he was just waiting in the corner, and they gave it to him, and he put it up. Boom. And he was when he, where he shot the three, it was right in front of their bench. So all, like, the starters, and then behind that was the home crowd. And they're in this big old stadium. Anyway, he shot that three. Rainbow, man, he snapped it. Boom. Man, and the, the whole team jumped up. The coaches were jumping up. <laughs> the crowd was screaming and jumping all around. And he's running down court, and he had the three fingers in the air. Like Then he's acting like he's shooting arrows. Nice. And I was just like, hell yeah, man. I kept watching it. Man, I probably watched it like 50 times, man, that, in a row. That That's freaking awesome, too. Like, that just makes you feel good. There's yeah. so many that I've seen like that. Like, just, just another, you know, like, people helping people. Um like I, I, one of the ones that like stood out to me was this. I think they were in India, and this girl, this little tiny girl, was on the street. She was selling something. She had something for sale, and uh, this guy walks up to her and he was asking her, "Like, where's your parents?" She said she was an orphan. She lives on the street, and that's how she was getting money for food. And he goes, "Okay, well, he goes, I, I don't want whatever you're selling." He goes, "Here, I'll, I'll, I'll just give you this money." And mm-hmm. she goes, "No." She goes, "No, no, no." She goes, "She she wanted her." Wanted him to basically buy whatever yeah. she was selling. Yeah, and he said, "No, I don't want that." And she, but she wouldn't have it. She yeah, would, she she gave him one of I can't like little bracelets or trinkets or something. Yeah, she gave it to him, and he gave her that money, but she wouldn't have it. Yeah, like you know, she because she, she had that she, integrity. Well, I mean, she 
he was buying or he, he was she trying didn't to, get, to hand out. Well, yeah. not I don't think it was that either. I think she, that she understood that somebody was doing something nice for her, so mm. she in turn wanted to reciprocate, right? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like okay, her yeah. mindset was like, "Oh, you're doing something nice for me, but I want to do something nice for you. So here, take this." Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like she was selling it or that he was buying it. It was yeah. just a here. I'll give you this and let's trade. Yeah, you yeah. can have this. Like a, good like barter, a, like a gift exchange. Yeah, uh, I think. Like, one thing that I'm hearing through all of our conversation is, like, okay, your feelings, they're not always real. You might feel it, and it's real to you, Mm. but it doesn't mean it's the truth, Mm. right? And that's when your discipline kicks in. That's why it's important to to do the little things every day, whether that be prayer, whether that be going through your your well-variety book, your AA book, like, whatever, like, disciplines Mm. your lifestyle. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you can feel a certain way and, and feel those feelings, and it's not bad to feel those feelings because they're true in that moment, but it's not the ultimate truth, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, that's when your disciplined lifestyle kicks in. Mm. Knowing that, hey, man, this is going to pass, yeah. so I'm going to continue to read because I know it works. Mm. I know everything is telling me that this doesn't work, but I'm going to continue to push through. You know, yeah. and eventually it's going to break. Yeah, that just reminded me, like, a year ago, my dad passed, and then, like, two weeks, like, I just kept, this thought kept popping in my head, man, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I was just kind of, like, numb. I mean, yeah, I was sad and everything. There's tears shed, but I was just, like, numb. I was like, man, what am I going to do? That's why I just kept thinking. Um, then I was just, like, it just hit me. Like, what you said, the discipline, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I walked the red road. Yeah. I walk the red road and there's good people that walk the red road with me. And I was like, boom. And then that gave me comfort. And I was like, oh, okay. I know what to do now. You know, like yeah. I said, get back to my readings, get back to my prayer, get back to, get back to meetings, get back to the fellowship, you know? And so definitely all good things, man, that yeah. all things that you can do um, once that, you know, you find yourself feeling that depression. Um, <clears throat> and one thought that I had is read this article. I remember this lady uh, when I was doing the similar work to Randy, you know, being out there trying to help the those on the street, um, <clears throat> trying to get them the services. Uh, she, she had, uh, she would hear voices. And I didn't notice when I first started talking to her and kind of building that rapport and everything. And I said, so sounds like, you know, you have a place to stay. Why do you keep falling? So she said, well, I get on my medication. I start feeling good. Um, you know, the depression goes away. I start feeling good. And then I start drinking. And she said, I keep drinking to stop the voices. Mm. And I was just like, man, I just kind of went blank as a staring at her, and, but she kept talking. And she said, then I sober up and the voices are there constantly 24 seven. And I keep going on my medication and I stop feeling depressed. The voices go away. I start feeling good. And then I start drinking and just continuing that cycle. So when she, she knows that she can't drink and take the medication, but she wants to drink, you know, and in that addic- addiction, she kept on drinking 
to keep the voices away. And I was just like, whoa, man, that's. And I think eventually we we were able to get her to treatment like a year later, finally talked to her and convinced her to go. Uh, and she jumped on a bus and went to treatment facility and I never seen her again. So I hope, you know, that she's going good and going strong, yeah. you know? Yeah, man. I think those are like the best ones when you just kind of create that relationship. Yeah. Find out why she was doing what she was doing. Right. Yeah. And then just continuing to work with her. And once that doorway opened, you guys were already prepared. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, man, like, and that's one thing, like, I'm very thankful for. I think now, more so in the past year or so, I've realized how awesome the recovery community is. Mm. Like, I can tell you guys how I'm feeling and you guys listen to me without judgment and then give me feedback. Yeah. Um, even in my employment, like, I talked to my boss and let her know how I was feeling and and like she heard me out, yeah, and then gave me some pointers on, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never had that before. Mm. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, where typically, especially like, because where you work is very unique. You know, you guys are in recovery, that yeah, yeah. in that field, and I got to experience that too. And then I got to experience the secular, like, um, working there, not workforce, where I kind of brought some of my problems to my boss and she's like oh don't bring that here not don't bring that to work that's what i was told yeah the other side of yeah yeah which is kind of crazy because we do need that environment because we we become better employees at that point mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah um so yeah man like being accountable reaching out ways to get out of depression For feel your feelings sure. yeah and Lean on me. <laughs> There's one more to that. So that was the first step to lean heavily on your support network. Uh, next, don't be afraid to seek professional help. Many treatment centers will continue to make themselves and their resources available after your residential program has concluded. They can connect you with local groups and recommend therapists and psych- psychiatrists who will continue your care. They may even provide long-term treatment solutions Sober transport, sober coaching, monitoring, and sober living may be a good fit for you at this stage. By being aware of your mood and being proactive about your self-care, you can manage any feelings of depression that seek to sabotage your sobriety. Yes. Yes, sir. Now Um, just open it up for you guys. I think, like, professional help is, is, like, super crucial. Mm-hmm. Um, in recovery, I think like with my recent bout of depression, mm-hmm. um, I reached out to my therapist, yeah, um, and scheduled an appointment, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, last time you've been in here was uh, last part of 2020." I'm like, "Oh man, it's been that long." Nice, yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like an as needed basis, and oh yeah, and for that, like, I'm thankful because. I'm looking forward to going in next week or whenever they schedule the appointment and lay it all out, you know, yep. so that I can become better. Like so, uh, mental health is important, man. Very important. <clears throat> and I think it's, it, it goes right in step with that. Um, you know, just being around people that are like-minded as you, but at the same time, 
you know the the professionals they have a they have a a, a certain well i guess knowledge because they study these things and um like me i'll be the first one to tell you i don't know nothing about nothing i know what worked for me i know my experience and i know what i've been through but ultimately like the the only thing <clears throat> that i can do is is to reach out and, and support but um like professionals they 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 know they know things and and my <laughs> I remember a long time ago, um, somebody, like one of my my little uh, uh, forays into sobriety, uh-huh. somebody mentioned, oh, man, you'd be a good LAC. And I remember talking to my mom about it, and she said, oh, that'd be good. She said, besides, like, wouldn't you rather hear it from somebody who's been there or somebody who got it from a book? Yeah. And what I kind of thought, like, later on what I when I thought about that statement was like, who are you going to trust? Are you going to trust the astronomer or the astronaut? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But check this out. Both of them are equally important. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so because, like, you know, <clears throat> the astronomer can say, well, if you go up to the moon, this this is probably how it's going to be. And then the astronaut say, well, I've been to the moon, and you're right. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, and it's kind of a weird no, no, that, analogy. That, yeah, no, that's a good way to look at it, I think. Like, I mean, you know, so... I think any any and all help that you can get, like like I said, you don't have to be stuck out there on the island by yourself. Um, and to seek that professional help and to seek people who are trained in this kind of work, like that's exactly what they do. You know, you, you, your sink backs up, you're not going to call the electrician, you're going to call the plumber. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're going to want somebody who knows yes. what they're doing, know, they studied it, they know exactly, you know, um, they have the resources and they have the the outlets and all the things that you're going to need. Yeah. And they can help you develop a plan. I think that's important too, is like help to develop a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a structured plan. Yep. Because how many times I've been through treatment and and programming and stuff, and one of the things that they tell you before you go is like, okay, what's your plan? Yep. And they, and they, there's this, a lot of places that have different names for it. Relapse prevention. Yeah, relapse prevention. Aftercare. Treatment plan. Treatment plan, all that stuff. It's all basically the same thing. If this happens, what are you going to do? If Mm -hmm. this comes up, what are you going to do? If this is going this way, what are you going to do? Yeah. And then they say, well, this is what you can do. This is how you can do it. These are the people you can reach out to. So, yeah, to reach out to somebody professional who who knows, right, like that's what they're trained to do. It's important. Mm -hmm. It's just it's equally as important as you know your your loved ones your close circle the ones that maybe you're going to the meetings with or you know you're going out to party sober like you guys said mm-hmm. like those people are just as important as the professionals i think yeah. oh yeah yep definitely and really to destigmatize that mental health cuz you're alluding to that with like the you know your sinks backed up like <clears throat> you sprain your ankle. Uh, you're gonna go to the doctor. You're not feeling well mentally. You're in a funk. Uh, we got psychiatrists. We got counselors that you can talk to. Yeah. Um, and like, same here. Things are getting a little bit too much, and I'm kind of being a lot more reactive, man. I'll schedule an appointment with a counselor. You know, I'll just 
call up the one I used the uh, counseling center I used to go to, call them up and say, I need an appointment. And they'll just, you know, they'll set it up and I'll go. You know, maybe some, the last time I was just one time I went and I spilled my guts on what was happening, what was going on with my head. And <clears throat> she just pointed out a couple of things that I could do. I was like, all right, I'm going to go do that. And then I did. I went and I did those things. And those things I already knew, but I just needed that kind of professional guidance. Yeah. You know, now I could have sat back and be like, I got this. I'm going to go do this and do this. But it was just a little bit too overwhelming where I couldn't think clearly. Oh, just man up. Yeah. D with, so D with Jake. Yeah. Yeah. None of that BS. I'm tough. I got this. I'm strong minded. Yeah. And just getting out of all of that because to ask for help is not a sign of weakness. It's yeah. a sign of strength. Um, to sit back and say, oh, I got this, I just need to man up, I just need to cowboy up, I just need to put on my big girl panties. All that stuff is weakness. Yug, your yeah. panties? Yeah, when I need to. <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> but yeah, that was good. And I know it's uh, very prevalent, you know, depression and recovery, um, but we can deal and feel and we can use our tools. Yes, sir. Um, it's possible. I mean, it yeah. is possible. And again, like I said, you've heard me. You guys have heard me say this a million times. Like I know that it doesn't seem like it when you're in the middle of it. Yeah, right in the middle of the dark, it's hard to see the light. I know that. I've been there. But there, there's there's light out there. You just got to know where to look. Right. You gotta yes. you gotta seek it out. Mm-hmm. And all you need, all you need, is that one little pinprick of light. Yep. Flicker and you grab it and hang on to it. It's hope. And pretty soon it grows and it grows and it grows. And then pretty soon your light is shining so bright that other people can't help but be attracted to that. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let Let it it shine. (laughs) (laughs) All over the U.S. I'm going to let it shine. All over the U.S. (laughs) I'm going to let it shine. All over the reservation <laughs> and various other places. <laughs> I'm gonna let it shine. <laughs> I cannot do that. I cannot On the highways that. and byways. <laughs> oh, that's old school. Like in the jungles and the freeways. <laughs> Okay. You ever hear some of those old school like uh, Penteco- Pentecostal <laughs> evangelicals on the highways and byways? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's funny. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That was a good song. Yeah. So <laughs> I hope you are able to get something out of that because I did, and man, it was good, man. And I hope. That whenever, if you ever find yourself, you know, dealing in that kind of low place, you find yourself dealing with some depression, it's all right. It's okay. Um, Your feelings are real. And just to reach out, definitely reach out. 
reach out. Uh, I did, you know, just recently, and I'm still coming out of it. But I reached out, and I told people, and I journaled, and I prayed. I got outside, and I went for walks. Yes. And I made sure I upped my vitamins. I made sure I was taking my vitamins uh, and eating healthier. Uh, So, yeah, definitely things that you can do, and there's a lot more that you can do. Uh, seeking professional help. So I hope you do that. Do that. Go do that. If you're dealing with it right now, go do it right now. Turn off our podcast and call call a shrink. Yes. And go go see them, set up an appointment, and then when you go to when you get to the appointment, just spill your guts. Ain't no shame in that. Mm-mm. None at all. None at all. All right. Any closing thoughts from you gentlemen? No, I think we really freaking battered that one, man. Yeah. You know, like we hit that sucker home. Yeah, um, beat that dead horse. Yeah, just to be- <laughs> <laughs> just to beat it one more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> just to beat it one more time. If you need help, go get help, please. Just please, beat please, it, please. beat it, beat it. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That's. I mean, just. Please, that's all I'm asking is if you need help, go get it. Yes. Somebody get this guy some help. There's something wrong Beat with it. you. Beat it. No one wants to feel defeated. Just eat it. Yug. All right. Weird Al. Weird Al. Weird Al Yankovic. But yeah, no, for real. All jokes aside, um, unspoken words. Loves you guys. We appreciate you because without you, there is no unspoken words. Man, shout out to all our loyal listeners out there. A thousand downloads a month, man. Over a thousand downloads a month. Yes. That's freaking awesome, man. We appreciate that so much. So much. And please spread the unspoken words gospel, Billy Graham style homes. And of course, you know, if if there's anything you want to hear, anything, any feedback, um, any pointers, any tips, whatever, you know, get a hold of us. Let us know. And, mm-hmm. you know, if there's things you want to talk about or want us to talk about or a subject that you're going through, whatever. Or even if you just, you know, want to reach out to somebody, hit us up at all of our social media. So anything. Yeah. Any, like email, social media. Uh, go on uh, Tic Tac. Oh, we don't have that yet. <laughs> oh, we don't have Tic Tac? No. Do we no. have, in, do we have uh, Instagram? We Instagram, Facebook page, and group. Yeah, on the face page. Yeah. And unspoken.dubs with a Z at gmail.com. Yes. All right, cool, man. We with better a, bounce. With a Z. We got some basketball going on tonight, so I got to rush home. Yes. Go Duke. Go Wildcats. Chinook. Oh. <laughs> Dubbina. Dubbina. Yeah. What's up, Holler at you boy? This is your favorite Indian JCB. Hey yo, it's Randy B, aka Pod Gotti. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.